Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got the whole Mouse Chat crew. I've got Sharpie, Lauren, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. Wow, you know. Howdy, Lisa. Hiya. <laughs> Howdy, hiya. How's everyone doing? Oh, good. Very good. Pins and needles there, Lauren? Very good. <laughs> okay. You've got your girls coming in in about an hour and a half. And yeah. uh, it's been four months since they've been home. <laughs> so It'll be excited. Good. It'll be good. Sharpie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Lisa? Peachy, peachy. I'm in Georgia. It has to be peachy. Uh, that yeah. actually makes perfect sense. All right. So this is going to be our second installment of Back to Basics. And this show is going to focus on Disney transportation. And you would think, okay, that's a two-minute show. We'll see. There are a lot of aspects to Disney transportation, and we're going to talk about all those. And it's well, going to be not fun. Only that, It'll we be, could turn any two-minute show into a half hour. We could. So <laughs> sit back. We're going to take you for a we ride. We like to chat. What can we say? Okay. So I think the most common transportation that you, you think of with Disney are the motor coaches, the buses. They take you from your resort to the park and back. They take you to the water park. They take you to uh, Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Yeah. So they take you. And the frequency they run is every one minute to every forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's really no. But technically, it's supposed to be twenty. Every twenty minutes is what it's scheduled for. Until you're sitting there watching the little map thing, and it's saying, "Oh no, now Next it's thirty. Now 30 it's forty. Yeah. Oh wait, now it's twenty-five again." <laughs> and that that's a that's a great development because you used to use you used to sit at the bus stop with no idea when yeah. <laughs> the bus was coming. But at least now the bus stops have have the 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 screen indicators that tell you what what the next bus coming is, what time it will be there, and and it updates live as the bus is en route to the bus stop. So that's convenient. It is, and it's not a hundred percent accurate. Like we're kind of indicating, it's not a perfect system. Um, we've. We've yeah. had our difficulties with it, but it's a great tool when it's working. Yeah, sometimes it's great. Sometimes you, you're like, what in the world? How is this set up? But that's and their you main. You can't beat the price. Yeah, it's free. It's free. included. It's included with your Disney oh, Resort stop. Nothing's free. reservation. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on! Can't it's you let free us here. Yes, it's not free. It's the price. free at Disney. But that's your main form of transportation around Disney property. That's the one that pretty much like every resort, every uh, park has. Uh, Bus transportation. So that's yeah. and I think the just main one. A couple of things to note is that uh, they do try and cram those buses to capacity. So if you are getting on a bus and you have to stand, go to the back of the bus, please. Be considerate of those trying to get on. Uh, they are air conditioned, which is lovely. Um, at night. Yeah, that's they, a, and they're freezing usually. They're actually a little too cold sometimes. Um but they're nice when you first step on. And uh, they do have accessibility for wheelchairs, scooters. But if you have a stroller, you're going to need to fold it up and carry your child, even if that child was sound asleep. So those are just some, some details about the buses. Yeah. And just to note, too, so when you're planning your vacation, some of the resorts share busing. And some of the resorts have internal busing within the resorts. So like, for instance, like Riverside Resort, Port Orleans Riverside, 
has three internal bus stops before you actually head to a park. So that's stuff to consider too when you're picking your resort. So you're you're finding the right location for you. If you don't want to be waiting for a bus and then having a bus come around three times and then the, the bus is full at that stop, that's something to consider. Yeah. You know? So I tend to like to steer more towards some of the resorts that only have one bus stop because I don't like to share. <laughs> yes. So, but it is mm -hmm. something to consider when you're looking at it. One of the key things with buses is buses go from park to resort and resort to park, but they don't go basically resort to resort. So you can't take a bus basically from the Grand Floridian to Port Orleans for dinner or vice versa. You would have to go to a park or we're going to talk about other ways to do this that are better, but. You or know. go to Disney Springs. Yeah, or Disney Springs. Or TTC. Yeah, and then you have to grab another bus to go there. And you spend a lot of time doing that. So then on this show, we're going to talk about other ways to get around instead of doing Lift that with the bus. is yes. a beautiful thing, and it's your friend. Yeah. <laughs> when the, when the, the reservations suggest 90 minutes of transportation time to get to your destination, if you're going from Pop Century to Contemporary Resort for uh, breakfast at um, Chef Mickey, they mean it. Um, they mean it. They absolutely mean it. And you might be lucky and get it done in an hour, but you're going to spend a good bit of time going from resort to resort. Like Steve was saying, you will have to transfer. So there are better options. Um, before we get into the other options, um, you were talking about internal buses. There's another type of internal bus over at uh, Fort Wilderness. Uh. Sharpie, do you want to explain how that works? So Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground uh, has cabins. It has campsites for, for camper trailers. It has campsites for RVs. It has tent campsites. Uh, it is a very large complex. So there are loops within the resort uh, that take you around to the different locations and different uh, areas within the resort. But you have to go to the front of the resort in order to catch an, an outbound bus. So be sure to pay attention to that uh, whenever you are thinking about staying in a cabin over at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Um, they're, they're a great value because of the size uh, and the number of people they can hold. It, it is a moderate resort category, um, but it, it's private. It, it's your own individual little, little cabin. Um, but be aware that you have an internal transit loop and then you have an outbound transit loop and it can be a little time consuming to wait for one bus to catch another. Yeah. I recommend Especially at the end of the night. I always recommend golf cart there. Hands down. Now it's how, expensive, but it's how does so that much work? easier. It is. Yeah, it is expensive. Lauren, how does the golf cart work? So you can rent a golf cart through Disney and you just you pay for the number of nights you're there and you want to prearrange that ahead of time. And they, you have a golf cart to use in Fort Wilderness. So you can use it to drive to the restaurants. You can use it to drive to the boat launch for Magic Kingdom or up to uh, the bus stops for external, So do you, um, for the parks. Do you just leave your golf cart anywhere or do they have yeah. parking? You just take your key, you, you park it. There's parking for the golf carts in those areas. Nice. And you just park it and you're good to go. It's the easiest way to get around there or have a car, but there's not a lot of parking for cars in those spots. 
So the golf cart makes more sense. Okay. Excellent. All right. You once saw vultures ripping a seat apart on a golf cart. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. We, I'm sure the uh, the owners of that golf cart uh, or the renters of that golf cart were not amused by the time they returned to find their uh I wonder destroyed. what was on the seat that made them want to do that. I, don't I would know. almost say there had to be bugs or something in it. Maybe. But yeah. Who knows? Just an interesting little little tidbit there. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Can't get that image it's, out it, of my it, head. It's, yeah. it's quite the image, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in- if I drove, because we're in Georgia, we're not that far from Disney and we drive sometimes. So if I drive, what are my options on transportation with my own car? Um, let's do a Sharpie on that one. One thing to remember with driving your own car uh, is that Disney resort hotels now now charges an overnight parking fee. Uh, And as Lauren said, it is confusing. Uh, If you are not, if you are not used to driving in a very busy traffic environment with, with new traffic patterns, uh, you might want to skip driving at Disney. It can be a little intimidating, especially your first time. Uh, I would, if you're going to be driving at Disney, I highly recommend studying the, the your roadmaps ahead of time to understand what goes where, how, what the easiest route is. That takes all the adventure out of it. I know. And, and, <laughs> and whatever you do, don't follow the buses. And don't drive with me because I am always lost in Disney if I'm driving. <laughs> because there are there are bus only lanes, uh, and there are the, just don't yeah don't don't say oh that bus is going to Epcot we are too I'm going to follow the bus don't so <laughs> it's it will mislead you every time. Uh, but the most important thing to remember is that you are going to have a nightly nightly parking fee at your resort hotel. Um, the the thing is your your resort and your uh, your resort parking fee essentially pays also for your theme park parking uh, because you do not charge you do not have to pay a theme park parking fee. Uh, you just have to provide your magic band or your, your resort will give you a parking pass or a parking permit. Um, so so that's it, it can be a little tricky and especially in the areas out immediately outside of Disney, there are toll roads. so just, beware uh and also remember if you have children you will need to uh make sure that you have uh adequate car seats or boosters for them um so whenever you're renting calculate your rental costs not only what else you need uh but also your nightly parking fee as well because it's really tricky because you might get a great rental car rate at 18 or 20 dollars a night uh, or or per day for a rental car, but then you stack on the parking fee on top of that, and you you've effectively doubled the cost of renting a car. Yeah. So, almost in the end, it's cheaper to just lift a couple places where you want to. It, it, yes, which is what I do, and then you don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah. and you don't have to worry about parking and walking across the parking lot. And where did yep. I go? And honestly, you can do Disney without your own car. Yeah. Um, yes. They make Easily. it so convenient. If you plan it's, it properly, it's you don't need it. Well, and it's more convenient because like if you look at trying to go to Magic Kingdom, I would rather use Disney busing to go or a minivan to go to Magic Kingdom because at the end of the night, if you're planning on staying at that park until the very end, the line to get to the ferry or the monorail is 
crazy. So you have to get in line to get on one of those. And then once you get onto one of those, you take the transportation over and now you are either walking a mile or you're waiting in another line for a tram to get to your car. It can take you an hour to get to your car at the end of the night. So for me, like I'd rather either call a minivan or I would rather just wait for a bus at the end of the night. And the buses come a lot at the end of the park nights. Yeah. Yeah. They have more than the the usual. Um, so, so let's talk about a couple things that you mentioned. Um, ferry. So Magic Kingdom has a ferry that you can use. How does the ferry work, Lauren? So the ferry goes between the TTC, which is the Ticket and Transportation Center, over to the Magic Kingdom. And so wait, I don't. All day. So people don't park right next to the nope. Magic Kingdom. So if I there's, drive my own car, how do I, I there's get There's a lake ferry? in between you and that kingdom. <laughs> so a there's giant an, There's a, a five to 15 minute walk from the parking lot. If you don't want to ride the tram, of course, the tram is free. Um, but once you go from your car, you'll go to the Ticket and Transportation Center. And from the Ticket and Transportation Center, you have the option to either board a ferry or to board a monorail. Yep. Okay. All right. So we've got we've got all kinds of things that we're throwing out there. So we can take a ferry from and this is the Magic Kingdom only from the yep. parking lot if I drive my own car. And that will take me over to the Magic Kingdom. Yep. And Happiest sh- place on earth. By the yes. Way. Yes. You're okay. definitely the most magical place on earth. <laughs> all right. Sharpie, you said something about a monorail. Let's talk about monorails. So I yeah, can take that, that thing, to the Magic it's Kingdom. One track. It's kind of like my mind. It goes in a loop. So, mm. so true. Can't even, <laughs> one the truest thing I have ever heard you say. <laughs> I know, I know. So, the Disney monorail. Currently, uh, at this at this particular juncture, the, the monorail is uh, beloved and both feared. Uh, they have had some, <laughs> some uh, safety issues with the monorail as of the last four years uh door flew open between magic kingdom and epcot uh one of the guide wheels like threw off and almost hit a guy in the parking lot at epcot um monorails become stranded on the beam um if you're if you're taking the monorail you better had better not be in a hurry because you 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 could get stuck however and and this this is uh, tossing in a a bit of news here uh for the last i don't know two fiscal years i've been watching uh corporate reports uh for um uh, r- reports of 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 signed contracts and things of that nature waiting uh for news uh, for the replacement of Disney's monorail fleet, uh, it was heavily rumored at one time that Siemens was trying to negotiate their sponsoring of the nep- the, the renewal of the uh, Epcot nighttime show uh, in kind for the the purchase of a new monorail fleet for the Walt Disney World Resort. That did not pan out. Siemens walked away. Disney said, no, thank you. So whatever. Uh, But as of last week, uh, Bombardier uh, has a secret client uh, who has signed a very large (coughs) monorail-sized contract. uh, And it kind of looks like that that a new monorail fleet is in the works. So uh, Disney's working on it, probably for the 50th. Nice. Hope it's ready. And and if you if you kind of 
draw if you if you were really good at connect the dots in elementary school you can connect that dot right over that new pedestrian bridge from magic kingdom to the grand floridian that points to a time a point in time when the monorail may be down for i agree an extended period of time uh but yeah, yeah that, they're prepping for that exactly so yep. that's that's kind of what you but point a to point grand floridian <laughs> yes. yep i agree so we can we can wait for those monorails uh to to, to come in yes. but yeah it's gonna happen that they, they they have to they've they've done some refreshment uh on the current it's fleet. not enough though it's it, it it's it's very cosmetic so be be careful and know know your engagement there if you're in in a rush to to a dining reservation um and it's at the Grand Floridian or the Poly, take the boat. Yeah. Play it safe. Otherwise you might get stuck. And if it's at the contemporary, just walk. That that is it's a really nice walk down past the bus stop there. Um you only have one one real road crossing to deal with and it's it's very heavily uh signaled. So no worries there. It's a short walk, nice nice little walk over uh either to the Contempo Cafe, to Chef Mickey or to um Disney's Grand Californian, if you're going over for a meal or if you're staying over there, it's a very easy walk uh, to Bay Lake Tower or Disney's Contemporary Resort. So. Okay, so you've got me going now, Sharpie. Um, I don't, I don't, I know, I know. I don't know who you're I threw this You're just beaming, Lisa, mm-hmm. you know, like a monorail beam. Yes. Um, so walking, what? Well, hold on. Let's go. Where does the monorail go? Okay. So if you're, which resorts are on the monorail and, and can you, and what parks are on the monorail? There are three monorail resorts, uh, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, and the Polynesian. Uh, Those are all three Magic Kingdom area resorts. Uh, There are two lines on the monorail in the vicinity of the Magic Kingdom. There is the the express line that bypasses all of the hotels and goes straight from the Magic Kingdom to the Ticket and Transportation Center, and it just runs that loop. Uh, Then the resort loop uh, takes you from... Uh, if you board at the Magic Kingdom, it takes you to the Contemporary, then it stops at the Ticket Transportation Center, then it stops at the Polynesian, then it stops at the Grand Floridian. So it makes the whole loop before it goes back to the Magic Kingdom and does it all over again. Um, and then the other line goes over to Epcot. Uh, so if you are going to Epcot, there is not a direct Epcot monorail from any resort. Uh, the direct Epcot monorail only departs from the Ticket and Transportation Center, uh, and it goes to Epcot, makes the loop through Epcot, comes back into the station, unloads, reloads, and off it goes back to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Very and good. that, in short, is the monorail. Woohoo! All right. Now, I think Lisa was getting into walking because of your contemporary example. Yeah. So I would love to know if you liked walking um, and and that was your mode of transportation. What is walking? You mentioned the contemporary and the Magic Kingdom. What are other walking routes that one could do? Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk. boardwalk. Where does that uh, take you? Swan, Dolphin. Those are all walkable resorts, uh, and those will connect you either to Epcot or over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, another the walk one, to Hollywood is a little far, though. It's like twenty minutes, but eh, the walk it, honestly, it's completely flat. It, it's not. No, it's not it a bad is, walk at all. Yeah, it's, it's far. It, it is. Yeah, it, and especially if it's really hot outside, it can yeah. be a little. 
a little much. Uh, the other one that a lot of people kind of forget that is a walking resort is Saratoga Springs. Uh, and that connects you directly over to Disney Springs, which is uh, amazing. Um, I was I wondering really if you hit that. That Disney Springs completely changed the whole walkability of, of Saratoga uh, because it's so much more of an area to explore than what downtown Disney was. And so. you have to walk because there are 20 bus stops in Saratoga. So oh, the there, only yeah. way to get anywhere is to walk. <laughs> or there's also, there's also boat transportation from Saratoga uh, to the, the different stops over at Disney Springs. Yeah, then, I, then the, uh, I guess you, we briefly touched on, you were saying that there used to, there's a path that goes from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian and then from the Grand Floridian, you're always like, man, I wish I could watch walk to the Magic Kingdom, and that's now in process. So you'll be able to walk from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I think people like to walk, even nice. though you're walking all day in the parks. I wouldn't mind. It's better than standing in line. Yeah. Well, and if you just missed the monorail or you just missed a boat launch, yeah, yeah, why not? And it should be noted too that you can <clears throat> go out the back through the villas in Polynesian and walk right over to the TTC. Oh yeah. And you can hop on the ferry over there if that's you want true. to. And, go that and that's also too. an option if you're on that side of the village. Okay. So, so um, we've got a new mode of transportation. Uh, it's, it's just been up and running for a few weeks now. Um, uh, public opinion is still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I know that has done it loved it. You know, Lauren didn't even catch that one. She, she didn't oh, cut did. you out. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's kind of, it, 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 yeah, I, I knew it was going to come down like to the right line. over my head. I was going to say it went over your head. <laughs> that I got that one. It went right over her head. That was that was a good All right, one. so <laughs> we're going to go to Lauren the with this Skyliner. one. <laughs> Lauren, let's tackle come on, that. Give that one to me. <laughs> you know, Skyliner, one liner. You know, right over my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Someone tell us about the Skyliner, Lauren. Is Skyliner? Oh, um, so <laughs> Disney implemented the Skyliner in September, and the Skyliner is basically connecting several resorts that weren't were only bus transportation for a while. So you can now stay at Pop Century or Art of Animation or Caribbean Beach or the new resort, which is within Caribbean Beach Riviera Resort. And you can now take the Skyliner to Epcot or Hollywood Studios from those four resorts. And supposedly it moves very fast. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to tackle it and do it in a couple of weeks. I'm going to close my eyes, but I'm going to tackle it. Mm. Um, But I think you can also take the Skyliner from Epcot to Hollywood now too, right? Yes. So... It's it's a great mode of transportation, especially now if you want to try one of the great new restaurants at Caribbean Beach or Riviera. Um, you can actually take the Skyliner over there from Pop or Art or one of the other resorts or Epcot or Hollywood, and you can grab a bite to eat and then take it back, which yeah, I think your, is sick. Your transit transit time is going to be anywhere anywhere between 12, 12 to twenty five minutes, um, depending on loading and unloading. Um, but the, like the longest stretch of line is from Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, and even that is 0.7 miles. So you're never going to be on it for more than a mile uh, in, in a single stretch. Um, uh, the the closest you'll come is from Epcot to the Riviera Resort uh, because there is a 
Uh, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say about an 80 degree turn it's there. It's a turn, yeah. Yeah, from Epcot to Riviera. So. so I have images of this and I know this is crazy because I haven't done it. I haven't seen it. I've just seen it before it actually started really operating. But I have these images of like tuck and roll. <laughs> tuck and roll. Oh, the little from a bug's life? Because everybody says how fast it moves. And I imagine that it's moving fast. And how are people getting off of this thing if it's moving fast? No, oh, it slows, it slows down. down as it comes into the station. Is it jump out, tuck and roll? How yes. does it work? <laughs> as it comes into the station, it actually departs the transit line. Uh, and then it moves into a, a, a mechanical drive system through the station so so the the operators have complete control over the speed as it moves through the station um and then once it goes to exit uh the transit system will bring it back up to, to line speed and then whoosh, off it goes nice up 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 and away yeah these are uh like little sky cars i guess like like enclosed non-air-conditioned yeah. seat up to eight gondolas like gondolas, yes. Yeah. I don't know what you They're call not them. like yeah. gondolas, Steve. They, they are, are gondolas. gondolas. They are gondolas. <laughs> yes. Without the skis. So, yeah. I have not done them yet either, but they look really cool. I'm surprised that Lauren said she'd do one. She didn't I'm even mention do it. Why. I have to. I mm. listen. I have to experience it to make sure I can tell people how it works. Otherwise, I'm going to start continue telling people that it's a tuck and roll situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do like that little comparison because it made me giggle. <laughs> hey, so once I do it, I only need to do it once, and then I'm good. Very but cool. I will do it once for research. Did we? Uh, we kind of touched on boats, but did we really get into boats? Boats. Um. Like uh, we talked Ep- about the ferry, but I don't Ep- think we really talked and- about the boat. Well, there's a so there's a couple different boats because we're talking because so there's a, in some places you can take different options. You could walk, you could take a boat. Now you could take the gondola, the Skyliner. You could do so like boats. If you're at uh, Magic Kingdom, what I like to do, like if I'm at the Grand Floridian, I like to take the monorail over because it's just one stop, and then you're off at the Magic Kingdom. But then you don't want to take the monorail all the way back around and stop at the Contemporary and stop at TTC and Polynesian. So there's a boat and then you just take the boat and the first stop on the boat from Magic Kingdom is the Grand Floridian. So there's a couple different, once you kind of figure there's it out. There's a method to this. Yeah, there's different yeah. ways that are quicker, uh, that you can avoid the line. So again, I always you, boat mm-hmm. to Grand and monorail back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I have a question. If, how frequently does the bus go between the Contemporary and the Magic Kingdom? It doesn't. There's no bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trick question. It sure. was. What else you got? Okay. This is not amateur hour. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. So I'm at Fort Wilderness. What are my options to get to the Magic Kingdom? Bus or boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if I'm at Wilderness Lodge, what are my options to get to the Magic Kingdom? Bus. Same. <laughs> or boat. Okay. Or boat. Well, there's um, there's another option too that we haven't gotten into yet. Oh yeah, there is. Of course, you could drive yourself, or oh, Steve, or you could do the minivan, Lyft, Uber. It's a uh, minivan is not an you actual. May have spotted them around the resort. Yeah, it's yes, oh. exactly, exactly, Sharpie. It's oh not a. God, I can't. It's not a minivan. It's a mini mouse themed 
Disney so stinking cute. van. That's yeah, it's super Chevy cute. Verse. Yeah, and it's got polka dots on it, and it's uh, Disney has them, and you just get the Lyft app, right? I yep. believe it's Lyft. Yeah, and then uh, and can, when you're on property, you the minivan option will come up. Yeah, and then you can request and pay uh, on your app for a minivan. So to me, there's pluses and minuses to minivan. So minivan will get you the closest to magic kingdom. Cause it actually drops you off by the busing, which I love where Lyft and Uber are going to drop you off at TTC and you got to deal with all that other stuff going on. Good to know. Yeah. Um, you don't want to do that. The thing that I love about the minivans is I love that you have car seats for the kids which not all of your Lyft and Ubers do. So if you have little ones, your kids are safe. Um, I love that it does get you closer to the entrance of Magic Kingdom. And that's the only park it really makes a difference in. But the cost is really high compared to taking a Lyft or an Uber. So I tend to use the busing to and from Magic Kingdom and Lyft everywhere else. (laughs) But... The minivan is adorable and it's cute, but it is a it's it's a lot higher than a lift. Yes. To be fair. Yeah, and we've done when they uh, first Lyft came Uber. out with it, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It's gone up. Okay. Yeah, we have done lift Uber and, and minivans, and they've all been uh very good. It's just like you said, it's the drop off location. And sometimes you're in a pinch and you're getting dressed up for signature dining and you're way out at your hotel and you gotta get to another yep. resort and you're like, I don't have a car, and th- so you're like, okay. Let's get a Lyft, Uber, or the minivan and the other get right there. plus minivan is they are vetted by Disney, the driver, yeah. Yeah. which is a huge plus. And that's kind of the answer to objections that, that are pretty common with Uber and Lyft. It's like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ride an unlicensed cab. I mean, that as far as what, what public perception of them is, but that's the minivans are, are different because they're very regulated by Disney. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they have a Disney playlist. They're very friendly. They're super clean. They're knowledgeable. They're, They're going to tell you little tidbits and little things going on. And Yeah, and they understand Disney property. Um, yeah, so they're great, and they hold They're also people. good for accessible. Yeah. Super important to know. Um, and if you need an accessible vehicle, you want to make that request about an hour prior. And there's a phone number you can call for it. Very but cool. I love that they have accessible vehicles too, because that makes all the difference there. Lisa, did we call it cover everything? I'm trying to I'm trying to sneak a peek at Lisa's uh, transportation list there. Um, no, actually, we didn't. Oh. Um, there's one more. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Steve, go ahead. Oh, so Disney's Magical Express. So this is <laughs> a this is a big advantage to staying on a Disney Resort property because when you fly into the airport. You don't have to get a rental car or pay for transportation to and from the airport. It's part of Or get of your, your bags. Yeah, or even get your bags. That's amazing. So it's a time saver plus, and, and it's also uh, saves money on your budget. because So you fly in, you have uh, your Disney Magical Express luggage tags that have come in your Disney vacation package, uh, and you put them on your luggage from your airport when you leave. Uh, and then you don't even have to touch your luggage again. So you don't have to go to baggage claim. You just go downstairs to the Disney Magical Express. Uh, you scan your magic band that came uh, with your package. They tell you which bus to get on. And, you know, usually you're pretty quickly on your way to uh, that resort area. And they might make a few stops at other Disney resorts. 
and they uh, drop you off and you're ready to kind of enjoy your resort, enjoy the park. Uh, and they take you right there. And then your luggage later will show up in your room. So you don't have to hang out and wait for your luggage to show up and get right to the park. And then the same thing on the way back, you can check your luggage at the hotel. Uh, they check will, in for your flight, get your yeah, boarding pass. You can get everything done right there at your hotel. You don't have to deal with it at the airport where it's all stressful. Just, that part's huge. Yeah. And then you get huge. right on the bus. You go right to the airport. You don't have to deal with your bags. Uh, you're all checked in. You go to security. You get right to your gate, and you're ready to go, and you see your luggage back at home. So, now, there are a couple caveats. Though. Yes. Because you have some airlines, some of the smaller airlines don't participate with it for the way home, for the baggage service. But the And the other thing is, is um, it's only from Orlando Airport. So if you're flying into Sanford or Tampa, you got to get your own transportation. You're yeah. on your own. Yes. But that's a big plus that people don't think about when they're it's huge. staying off property versus at Every a Disney World resort. Every other hotel pays for transportation. Yeah. All the hotels in Disney Springs, all the hotels by Universal, all of the hotels you pay, you have to pay to get yourself there. Yeah. So that's nice. So I, I enjoy that every time we, it's so convenient and they've got it down where it's just like science. Yeah. It's like clockwork. Boom, 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 boom. And you're on, you're excited when you're on the Disney Magical Express too. Oh, they've got great cartoons. On the way. Yes. When you're on your way there, you're excited. And when you're on your way back, you're sad. It's depressing. <laughs> because you're like, we, it's We over. actually call it the Tragical Express on our way on home. On the way home. You're like, it's, <laughs> oh, Cause it's you tragic because we're leaving. <laughs> I'm just come to say goodbye. But it's so, it's amazing because like if you drive a rental car or whatever, and I know Orlando, well, I know it's even worse for other people. But but you're always like on the way back, you're like, do I have enough time? Where's the exit? Which one? Where do I pull in for rental cars? How do I drop this off? And you're like stressed. And and on the Magical Express, you just get on the bus and you don't have to worry about checking your luggage. You don't do anything. You just relax, watch some cartoons, get off, go to your gate, get on your plane. So it's it's the last bit of little Disney magic on the way home where you're not already stressed about, do I need to fill this up? Fill up my rental car? How much is the gas station? Do I have time? You're always like back into that work mode instead of vacation mode. All right. I think we covered it. Any other possible, I mean, does anyone unicycle or anything? <laughs> I do, but I don't think anybody wants to hear about it. There are so many ways. There's boats from the, some of the like, uh, you can Port take Orleans. the train to the plane, to the monorail. There's so many ways. <laughs> we just kind of went over, some of the main ways and a little bit of the tips, but get with Sharpie or Lauren. They can go over it with you as well. Because I mean, like uh, uh, Port Orleans Riverside and uh, they have a boat too, that goes to Disney, Disney Springs. Yeah. So there's, there's all these little hidden things based, you know, by specific resorts that you can do things to. Yeah. So. And, and one thing that I don't think we really touched on formally is that some of the transportation is entertainment. And so it's it's an attraction unto itself, whether it's the monorail, everyone has to do the monorail, or a ferry boat, or just riding the boat, or now the Skyliner. It's a must-do. So it, it becomes an attraction in itself. Yep. So I think that's Definitely. pretty cool. Or for kids, a distraction. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. Uh, 
So I think that is a pretty good wrap up. We're going to go ahead and thank Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.